It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Marley. Hello, friends, and welcome to Love Talk. You are in for a treat today as we have a fantastic show planned for you. I am Coach Carrie Brinkader. Welcome to Love Talk. You found the Love Ladies here today on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin. Central Texas Christian Talk, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. Such a beautiful time in Texas. We're so grateful that you have joined us today. And of course, I am in studio with the beautiful Marlene McMichael. Good morning, Marlene. Good Happy morning. Saturday. Hey, yes. Amen. Amen, right? And it is beautiful. It is my favorite time of the year is autumn. Okay, I I call this, Marlene, I call this fake fall (laughs) because we're no longer feeling like we live on the face of the sun, right? (laughs) But it's still warm in the afternoons, but I love the mornings, you know, where you can actually, you know, grab your blanket and go outside with your cup of coffee and be comfortable. Yes. (laughs) So so it's fake fall. Well, you did see my front porch. It's I, fake fall. My, my daughter says uh, fall exploded on my front porch because I have these fake colored leaves in the in the plants to make it look fallish. They're but beautiful. They're it's beautiful. my my favorite time of the year, and even the afternoons because I want my puppy in the afternoon and. Um, it's pleasant. It's it just is. pleasant to be outside, and it I is. love it. It's, it it's a beautiful time in Texas. It absolutely is. And, of course, I love it because, you know, it's football season. I love football season, but it's the beginning of basketball season, too. So, yeah. you know, I love that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, friends, how has your week been? You know, we just love spending time with you here. The end of each week where we get to check in with each other, see how you're doing. And here on Love Talk, of course, you know, we aim to bring you not only the news of Christian culture, but current events, topics to challenge you in your way of thinking, and hopefully a new approach, a fresh approach to sharing God's truth as we dialogue about principles, plans, and promises of God. You know, Marlene, in fact, uh, this morning in our drive-in today, so nice to carpool with you today. So amazing to be able to do that. You know, we, you and I were talking about how we just hear so much bad news over the airwaves. And it's easy to get pulled into thinking that our world has just gone a bit crazy. Bonkers. Bonkers. Bonkers, right? You did use that term. Yeah. Bonkers, really. And it's hard to sort out truth from falsehood. You know, somewhere in the middle of all those newscasts, whichever one you listen to, is the truth. Well, I hope there's some truth in it. (laughs) Right? I mean, it's really hard on both sides of the spectrum Mm -hmm. to figure out what is purposely inflammatory in order to spark your interest and and even fear Mm -hmm. um, and what is really truth. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only thing I know is that God is always there. He wraps his arms around us, and he's our protector, our guide, and... Um, always our source of comfort. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I try and start my morning uh, in, in the house. I have this a little Alexa dot on the floor that's plugged oh. into a thing, and I say, Alexa, play praise and worship music. And that's how I oh, try and nice. start my day and fill the house with, with praise because um, you certainly don't want to listen to the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. What a great way to start your day, just praising and worshiping the Savior to calm your spirit before you tackle the day, right? Um, You know, as we were discussing that, it's just so timely that our discussion today on our program is going to revolve around an organization that aims to equip the next generation of leaders by applying the Bible's ancient wisdom on how to think, how to live, and how to lead. Marlene, how to lead. Like, I love this so much because we want the next generation of Christian leaders, of Christian young people to be leaders. Amen. We don't want them to shrink into the background. We want them to lead out with confidence 
and be thinkers. This, you know, a lot of organizations talk about culture. They talk about theology, apologetics, and all of that's a great thing, right? But there's something that makes this organization we're going to talk about today, which is called Worldview Academy. There's something that makes Worldview Academy unique. They approach every subject by digging into the foundations, examining the underlying assumptions, and metaphorically speaking, lifting the hood to see how the engine of rival philosophies work. I'm so intrigued by this because – In the classical education, the way that my kids um, have been schooled, they intentionally read, um, you know, like Darwin. They read the works of Darwin. They read the Torah. They read um, manuscripts that are different than the Bible, right? And they compare. They contrast. They dig in. And that's what this organization, Worldview Academy, does as well. They dig into the underlying foundations of truth. And through the teaching and of engaging and talented faculty, theological faculty, united by the conviction that there's no square inch of creation where God doesn't have the last word, they are teaching and challenging students to address these underlying assumptions and bring the gospel to light as they look at culture, family, science, politics, work, and art, and the whole scope of the divine plan for human flourishing. I'm just thrilled today to be talking with the executive director of Worldview Academy, and we're going to introduce him here in just a few minutes. But I hope that's piqued your interest, friends, because this organization is just so, so very different. Um, Marlene, they believe that all scriptures God breathed, that there are the words of the 66 books of the Bible were written by men of God moved by the Holy Spirit. Our key verse today is indicative of that statement. Second Timothy, Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You know, I don't know about you, Marlene, but I'm sure you've told your daughter, Cara, this many times over the years. You know, all the answers to our questions are right here in this book. You have a toolbox. You know, you have a toolbox. And um, it it helps us with our decision-making. It guides us. And that's exactly what this scripture in second timothy says as well as the statement of faith from worldview academy well marlene before we introduce our guest tell me what's been going on in your world girl fake fall fake fall (laughs) (laughs) fake fall actually i've really enjoyed the cooler weather you know i i in our earlier shows during the summer i harped pretty hard about how hot it was and so now it's really nice to open the door in the morning and and feel a a cool breeze Mm -hmm. uh and so it is it is lovely and um i'm i'm excited to see uh the holidays coming on and uh, a lot of a lot of plans already being made for family to get together and so i'm excited about that and um We'll just see how it plays out. That's awesome. You know, our, our, I know our listening friends are, are probably wondering, where's Kathy today? Um, well, our our other beautiful co-host, Kathy Enderbrock, um, she was not available to be with us today, but she is going to be in studio with us in the next few weeks, and we're so excited about that. Um, so, hi, Kathy, out there in Radio Land, and we miss you, and we will be seeing you next week for sure. Well, in my world, I, you know, I... I'm excited about this topic today, about the next, about training up the leaders of the future. My daughter goes to Lipscomb University in Nashville, Tennessee, and she's a freshman there. And she has met a wonderful group of friends. And she says, Mom, these are the nicest people I've ever been around. And what they have in common is a deeply rooted love of Jesus. And I just cannot be more thrilled about where she is. And it gives me hope for our next generation when I see just this amazing university and the group of friends that she has surrounded herself with. 
And we were able to go up to Nashville a couple of weeks ago and go visit her and meet all of these friends that we've heard so much about. And I'm so excited for her and for our future generation with um, with young people like this. You know, with all of the pull on our young people today uh, through social media and, and just the uh, degradation of uh, values. Mm-hmm. Um, I commend anybody that uh, is working with the youth and particularly purposely trying to build uh, Christian values within them, and that's what this organization does. Um, I'd like to introduce our guest today. His name is Mike Shutt. He is the executive director of Worldview Academy, and he has served students as a Worldview Academy faculty faculty member since 2002. Before taking on the executive director role, he served as clinical associate professor at Trinity Law School and director of the Institute for Christian Legal Studies, that's ICLS, a cooperative ministry for Trinity uh, Law and Christian Legal Society, where he directed Uh, CLS's law school ministries. He also taught on the faculty of Regent Law School for 20 years. Mike's book, which is uh, titled Redeeming Law, Christian Calling, and Legal Profession, which is published through InterVarsity Press, is an exhortation to students and lawyers on Christian integrity in the law, something that we desperately need. He lives in Mount Pleasant, Texas with his wife, Lisa. They have three grown children and six grandchildren. And before entering academia, Mike practiced law in Fort Worth, Texas. He is an honors graduate of the University of Texas School of Law. So welcome, Mike, and uh, we're just excited to have you today on our program. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's great to, great to be on with you, too. Well, Mike, you are the Executive Director of Worldview Academy. We're thrilled to have you today. Um, Before we get into the nitty-gritty of Worldview Academy, I would love for our listening friends to get to know you a little bit. Would you share with us how you came to know that Jesus loves you? What a great question that is. (laughs) I I think it's it's twofold. Uh, One, my parents uh, demonstrated the love of Christ to me. Uh, obviously from before I even knew it, and they and they taught me that Jesus loved me. So I was raised in a Christian home, and my parents were very intentional about teaching me about Christ's death for me, about his love for me, about God's fatherhood. And so I had a, a great understanding growing up with my loving parents uh, who showed, demonstrated Christ's love in the way they treated each other, the way they treated others, and the way they, the way they loved me. And and as I'm thinking about this this question, uh, I realized though it didn't it really didn't come home to me in any greater moment in my life than when my first child was born. Mm. And I'm sure I mean sort of unfair to talk about this as not everyone as a parent, but I didn't I understood more fully God's love for me uh, when I had a son, uh, a child that I could actually see. Uh, an unconditional love that uh, that I, I started to understand a little bit of what God's fatherly and sacrificial love was about. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when it was driven home to me most, and it's it's cool to reflect back on my parents' demonstration of love for me, uh, not having known as a kid growing up uh, how deep their their love was for me, and then not ever really understanding how deep Christ's love is for us. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of a long answer to a great question. Yeah. Oh, it's a sweet story. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's a perfect picture of our Heavenly Father's love for us. You know, um, when we when we have children, there's nothing quite like it, that is for sure. Well, um, listening friends, so much to tell you about Worldview Academy, and there's also a Christianity and Culture Conference coming up in Georgetown at the end of October, on October 28th and 29th. We're going to get into that, um, but Worldview Academy, again, just, it is an organization that is unlike any other, where they are teaching the love of Jesus through diving into deep theological issues, training our next generation of students to be able to defend their faith, to talk about why they believe what they believe. And it, it is just, I mean, Marlene, when I first heard about this, I thought, this is fantastic. 
I just don't know of any other other organization like this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. You found the love ladies here, Coach Carrie Brinkater and Marlene McMichael, with our special guest, Mike Shutt, today as we are discussing Worldview Academy. And Mike is the executive director at Worldview Academy. Listening, friends, we appreciate you so much, and you know that you can find us um, on our archives, which is Love Talk Network. You can also find us, uh, of course, here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We're live streamed on The Bridge Austin, which if you are not by your radio, you can download The Bridge app on your phone and you can listen to the live stream every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We also have our new Love Talk podcast, Marlene. Yay. Yay. Now, remember, when you go to your favorite podcast medium, make sure that you type in Love Talk all one word. Love Talk, all one word, no spaces, and our bright, shiny faces will pop up there with our red logo, and you'll see Marlene, Kathy, and I right there on on that little logo. Of course, we're on Facebook on Love Talk Radio as well. Just all the reminders. Well, Mike, thank you for um, telling us how you came to know that Jesus loves you. And in that same vein, um, tell us about your job. Tell us about Worldview Academy. What is Worldview Academy and why was it started? Worldview Academy is a, is a ministry to equip Christians to think and live in accord with the Christian worldview so that they can lead in the midst of the culture. Uh, we come alongside families who are raising students in, as you described it earlier, bonkers uh, time, uh, bonkers times, uh, an evil day, as Paul might say, but just con- it's a confusing, a confusing world. And so we come alongside families uh, to help equip parents to lead and children, students, their children uh, to be trained up uh, in apologetics, evangelism, uh, discipleship, and, uh, and, and, and Christian worldview. We do that mainly through our, our, our signature programs, our summer intensives, summer camps uh, featuring 24 hours of lecture every week, uh, small group discipleship with college students, and sort of engaging, engaging lectures, Socratic-style lectures, where students can uh, engage on these important topics around, uh, around evangelism and apologetics and, and Christian worldview. Um, maybe, uh, maybe it helps to say it was started because we had four visionary men back 26 years ago who sort of saw the signs of the bonkers times and knew that <laughs> we needed a new generation of leaders uh, who were equipped to think well about about the world in order to lead well in it. So taking the gospel and all its full-orbed beauty uh, into the world, right? So to to be able to, to think well and to, to be able to live in wisdom uh, re- requires uh, scriptural foundations for leadership and uh, and one's worldview. So that's that's Worldview Academy in a nutshell. We have we have uh, tools for families in addition to our summer leadership uh, intensives. We have monthly Zoom conversations that uh, we talk about uh, worldview. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have uh, these weekend conferences. Obviously, one coming up in Georgetown just in just a few weeks. And so we we're we're trying to come alongside families in any way we can in these bonkers times. We seem to have a new uh, acronym there, the Bonkers Time. I like it. It doesn't flow off the tongue, but it's such a great description. It is. It, we live in a confusing age, and we need Christian leaders to be able to understand uh, the world around them and to think and think well, so they can live well and lead well. Well, the, you know, you you have a legal and academic background, and so how did you? Number one, even find out about World Academy, Worldview Academy, but then get involved. Oh, that's that's a it's a super long story. So for the next hour, I'll lay it out. <laughs> okay. The, the, short, the short version. It's a, it's a good it's a good question because Worldview Academy has had such a, a an impact on my family as my as it it helped me to raise my children and it helped encourage me to not despair in the midst of culture, right? I mean, you know, we look at these days, these crazy, confusing, bonkers times, and, and we, we we are tempted sometimes to despair. But it's been such a help to us, uh, my wife and I and my, my kids, that I, we just, it was such, it was a natural thing to stay involved. And when the executive director position came open a few years ago, um, 
the, I, the the Lord led led me into it just really by virtue of my love for this ministry. The way I got involved is you're right. It was through my law background. Uh, I was uh, doing a project with the Christian Legal Society that I'm still involved with a little bit uh, on you know worldview and law. How do we help Christian law students think Christianly about being lawyers? Uh, that's a big topic. It's fun. It's it's my background. I taught at a Christian law school. Uh, for many years, and then I just, uh, by God's providence, ran ran into these guys who were doing the same thing with high school students. And the longer I worked with law students, the more I wanted to work with college students. And the more I worked with college students, the more I wanted to get high school students. Because just getting training students early to think well about the world uh, in biblical foundations uh, is super important. You know, by the time they get to law school, they're set. Uh, by the time they get to college, oftentimes they're set in their their ways of thinking and so it was it was just really cool to see a, a, a group of of folks who were doing this ministry to high school students and and the, the executive director at the time said you know none of us really like to talk about law and government would you ever consider coming and and giving a lecture on law and government to our students at christian foundations of of law and i was like oh i'd love to do that i can talk about blackstone and you know i'm thinking 13 to 18 year olds they're not going to really uh, be be into that, but but I thought you know I'll give it a try. Well, I, the first the first worldview academy camp that I walked into was at Baylor University 21 years ago. Well, 20 years, just 20, just over 20 years ago, there were about 200 students in the auditorium, and there was a guy up front in shorts and flip flops and a Captain America T-shirt <laughs> teaching. About I may have known him. <laughs> yeah, you probably did. <laughs> He was teaching about the philosophy of B.F. Skinner and behaviorism. And there were all these 14, 15-year-old kids raising their hands and just begging to be called on so that they could engage in the conversation with him. Mm -hmm. And the room was filled with these students who were raptly involved in this conversation about philosophy. And I thought I walked into the Twilight Zone or Mm -hmm. something, and I was was hooked from from that moment, seeing that there were... That there were there that this this group of teachers was able to engage students on topics from philosophy to theology to law and government uh, to leadership and worldview, and that these students were digging into it and, and and trying to apply these principles to their lives. I I, uh, I I traveled with them every every summer thereafter. My bosses at Christian Legal Society and Regent Law School and later Trinity Law School allowed me to do it, and I just volunteered my time in the summers wow. while my other employers paid for my worldview habit and uh, <laughs> and just got connected and, and dragging my kids along to these things and having them involved. Uh, it was just such a blessing uh, to us. So that's sort of a long long answer to that story, but it's, it, 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 it's so typical of families who get involved with Worldview Academy. It's like you see what it is, but you can't explain it really, mm-hmm. and then it's your students go and they come back and they're and they're they're changed and they're excited about thinking carefully and faithfully about about the things they're seeing in the world around them and in their relationships and even even their quiet times are transformed it's just a it's really an amazing uh it's been an amazing uh, blessing to my family and i've just heard from many other parents the same the same thing so uh, that's why I'm involved with Worldview Academy because I've seen the Lord really use it uh, to change the lives of of, uh, of teenagers. That is so amazing. You know, you wouldn't think that you know. Our, I guess our society at large really um, has gotten to the point where they discount the ability of our teenagers. Our teenagers have oh. a vast ability to to grasp this information and actually be interested in this information. You know, we don't, we don't need to sell our kids short. They can do this. They can do hard things. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's such a good insight. I mean, that's one of the cool things I think about uh, maybe my first experience with worldview is none of this stuff is dumbed down. I went in yeah. and even my first lecture where I didn't really know how much they can handle. You know, I'm talking about Blackstone and mm-hmm. and the and and the law of nature and and just different things. And these students were eating it up. I mm-hmm. talking to to a 15 year old the same way you talk to a law student. I mean, maybe you don't use jargon or you don't use mm-hmm. 25 cent words when a 10 cent word will do. But uh, and and maybe you have more audio visuals. But man, these students they can they understand. They are hungry for something of substance. And uh, I've never been. Uh, disappointed 
um, by the capacity of, of Christian high school students uh, to understand uh, difficult ideas because they're grappling with them anyway. They are. We might as well might as well be involved in that uh, conversation with us. Absolutely. You know, I I want to talk a little bit more logistically about these summer camps. Uh, you know, our family has had has had the honor of hosting several groups of summer camp staff members. So they literally just stay at our house. I mean. That's it. We just provide a sleeping place for them. They're so busy. They're in a week of training when they stay with us. And these are college students that are um, volunteering their time over the summer to be leaders at the Worldview Academy leadership camps. It's um, equipping all of these, so they have these college students, they're trained as staff members, and they leave very early in the morning. I never even have to feed them breakfast because they're going to these trainings, um, and then they don't come back until super late at night, and they've done this intensive training all day long, and they're exhausted, and they're super sweet young men and women that have stayed with us over the last couple of summers, and basically their job for the summer, as you guys describe it, is to be kid-loving machines. <laughs> They they are to um, mentor, they're to teach, they're, not only with their words, but even more with their actions. They build strong relationships with these high school students. They ask the tough questions. They um, are trying to um, apply lessons that are taught in the lectures directly to these students' lives. And, Mike, have your kids um, been a part of the leadership staff? Were they uh, students at Worldview Academy? And I guess also tell our listening friends, where are these summer camps offered, uh, dear, you know, each year? Okay. I, I would love to. Thank, thanks for that question. Yeah, my students, uh, my kids uh, have been students at Worldview Academy, and they have been uh, summer staffers as as college as college students and and that experience was great and shaping formative for them uh, as well and and maybe just to add to the kind words you you spoke about our our college staffers and and our training uh, of them I I think one thing that's unique one thing that makes the week uh, the the summer camp week special is the small groups mm-hmm. and that these college students uh, these are high caliber um, Christian men and women who are giving up their summer uh, to hang out with 13-year-olds or 15-year-olds or 18-year-olds. And one of the things that makes Worldview Academy unique is are these small groups where, you know, I'm giving a lecture in the morning on, on say, epistemology or on leadership, and they have small group later in the afternoon, and there's a college student in groups, obviously same, same at similar age and same sex, together right there it's all it's all a group of guys with a guy staff leader and they're talking about their life uh they're talking about the things that those lectures raised that maybe they don't understand or that they want to dig deeper into and to have that ability to unpack the information that you're getting with a group of your peers with someone you can really look up to i think makes the camp experience that much more maybe maybe intensive is a good word but but it makes it that much more um, consequential to these students because they're forming lifelong relationships, and they've got this college student that they look up to and stay in touch with. It's really, it's really, it's really pretty, pretty great. Uh, the college, uh, to, to answer the question about where these camps are, because they're geared toward 13 to 18 year olds, we have the camps all over the country in every geographical re- region that we can we can get into. So we do we will do 18 camps next summer. The closest one for your listeners next summer will likely be Laterno University. Uh, Laterno loves having our students on campus because of their own mission. They are very good to us. We love we love Laterno, and so we'll be back there again uh, this summer. Um, and so that's a mere I don't know what 300 miles from uh, from Austin, mm-hmm. and uh, and you, uh, Laterno will have a, a camp at Laterno, but we'll also have camps in Arizona, three in California, uh, one in Oregon, one in Washington one or two in Virginia, South Carolina. Uh, we're hoping to have one in Florida, then up in New Hampshire, uh, Ohio, and, and Minneapolis as well, as well as uh, Oklahoma. So we've got camps all over the country, and the idea is we travel from camp to camp so that your younger students don't have to get on an airplane 
not like going to a conference. You're coming to a, to a programmed camp uh, where your student is cared for and discipled. When you were talking about the small groups, and did I hear that correctly? Are they um, co-ed or are they they so they're no are they all all in the all in the same they're all in the all all guys or all girls? But is that the camp too or just the small groups? Oh, just the small groups. Okay. Yeah, the campus the campus co-ed. co-ed. Yeah, the, but the small groups are you're with this with the same age and sex of 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 others in your in your group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's yeah, important. Thanks for that question. I agree. I, I love think that's that. super important um, because you know a young man is going to have more of a propensity to open up to uh, you know a, a 15 year old young man is going to have more of a propensity to open up to a college man you know um, and talk about the same same struggles and things that he's going through. So I really really appreciate that about your camp and I love that. I think that's a an excellent model. Wow, these summer camps, man, they sound amazing. And when you say summer camp, I know we always think about fun and games. And I know that you guys do talk about philosophy and epistemology and theology and law and government and leadership. But y'all also have a lot of fun at summer camp. I know these kids go a, and and they have a lot of fun as well. That's a great point. So true. It is camp. It's camp. It is camp. <laughs> but it's a, there's no blob. You know, we don't go swimming. We don't, you know, not, there's not a ropes course. It's a lot of academic time, but we, gosh, we do have fun too. That you're totally right. Yeah. It's camp. It really is camp, but a different kind of camp sure. uh, than than maybe some some folks are used to. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about the Christianity and Culture Conference that is coming to Georgetown to First Baptist Church in Georgetown on October the 28th and 29th on the on Friday the 28th, uh, six to nine there in the evening, and then on the 28th we got a full day. Nine to five. And here is a little bit about that Christianity and culture conference. You know, our culture is just, man, it is inundated with divergent philosophies. And we have to, as Christians, learn to stand on the solid foundation of Scripture to understand our faith as a total worldview. Well, what happens at this conference is two days of encouragement and growth. Uh, it focuses on training biblical worldview and is, and is designed for the entire family. Parents learning side by side with their children and community. So why, Mike, are you guys, I mean, why does this conference kind of fit in with your mission at Worldview Academy? Yeah, it is. It's very, it's central to what we do in equipping Christians. Uh, as you said, I, I think one of the key things about these weekend conferences that we do around the country is that they do the same thing that summer camps do for students, but uh, geared toward the schedule of adults. And so you get a break from the routine, right? You, you don't often get to step back and say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take some time to think about, um, I'm, to see how the, the scripture relates to this area of, of my life, mm-hmm. a vocation and calling, or law and government, or, or just uh, I'm doing a talk in Georgetown in a couple of weeks. I'll be there speaking at this conference too, and I do a talk. The, the last talk on Saturday will be is called "Confusing Times, Confused Neighbors," and it's it's literally about what we've been talking about. I should I need to change the title to "Bonkers." Yeah. Um, but, but the but the idea is let's talk about why we're so confused. Why do we li- why is our why is the surrounding culture confused? Why are our neighbors off the rails? And how and why are we off the rails? And how can we how can we think better about the world? And how can we love our neighbors well in these times? And so to to one to be able to take a break and just think about these things that we don't always give ourselves time to think about. Right? We're hurried. We're busy. So let's step back for a weekend and dedicate some time to thinking, to engaging our minds on these things in our community, right? This is in the Georgetown, Austin, Central Texas community, people from various churches coming in. It's just a a good time of community. But then also to be able to do it with our kids, Mm -hmm. to be able to sit in the same classroom and engage the same ideas with our students provides opportunities to engage on these topics and to talk about these things moving forward. So really a twofold purpose. Uh, and it also gives our faculty a chance to, to wear close-toed shoes and long pants and shirts with collars. We don't get to do that in the summer, so we feel more, you know, professional um, than wear, wear, wear long pants, you know, at these things. So, oh, so yeah, yeah, that's, that how, that's how it fits in. 
it's it's right in line with our mission of training Christians to think and lead in in the culture. So um, you're going to give a lecture, Confusing Times, Confusing Neighbors. What other types of, uh, or bonkers, bonkers times, bonkers neighbors. Um, what, what other topics will be covered at this conference, Mike? Uh, I'll be doing one also on epistemology, just a Christian view of how we know what we know. Um, Mike Tylen will be doing two, two lectures on leadership, one on legacy, leaving a legacy, and one on war war on the word which is just about scripture as applied to all of life and then del cook who's joining us as well he's a headmaster at a classical school in north carolina he has a lecture called excellent life which is what does it mean to live life out flowing out of the triune god and and how does how does how is the beauty of the gospel reflected in our pursuit of goodness truth and beauty and then a life that is both uh, good and beautiful based on on truth and then he also is doing a, a more apolog- uh, a lecture that's more focused on on the apologetic around suffering why does a good god why is there so much pain in the world if god is good both good and loving and all-powerful and i mean it's a, a, a question we all uh have been asked by our our, na- our neighbors who aren't, aren't believers and so it's a great great lecture to just explore that topic uh, give some answers and raise some questions as well. So those are that's the that's the main. I think I I went through almost the whole main schedule, but there'll be three of us teaching on the that diverse set of topics. There's there'll be something for everyone there. I think. Okay, so you've used the word epistemology twice, and that sounds very heady. <laughs> so, I guess my question is, I'm just a practical girl. I want to I want to know how to make Christianity work in my world today. And so yeah, great. tell me, are, are, y- are y'all going to get there or are we all going to look at books? Yeah, that's a great question. I think we're going to encourage everybody to look at books, but we <laughs> won't look at books there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a, it's a fantastic question. Uh, and even my talk on epistemology, right, that's just a shorthand way of saying, hey, what does the Bible say about how we know stuff? How can we be sure we know things? Uh, I think you, you were talking, Marlene, I think at the beginning about how do you know what's true and false? How do you know what's right and wrong? How do you know who to believe? Uh, it's hard to sort it all out. Uh, and that, that's, the, that's the question in, in, in sort of the philosophical term of epistemology. It's really just a question of what does the Bible say about how we know stuff? And we're going to talk about why how we know what we know matters to discipleship. If knowing truth is about knowing a person, then knowing a person is a key to sorting out these bonkers times. And so when I talk about epistemology, I won't even use the word probably. Uh, it'll just be, how do, what does the Bible say about how we know stuff? And then how does that chasing after truth relate to our everyday discipleship? And what is it that we need, need to be doing every day to pursue truth? You know, and I th- I think this knowing that we that you're talking about is is really important. Um, you know, I'm a, I am a, a generation above Gary, and um, so when I grew up, there was right and wrong, and it was pretty black and white. There was truth and there was untruth, and it was pretty black and white. And there certainly was, you can do it this way or not. Uh, I mean, at home, you know, there were rules that were black and white, and so I think a lot of um, the angst in the world today is because the black and white has grayed. Mm-hmm. And even among the Christian community, pe- people are afraid to say, well, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. that's not morality mm-hmm. because, you know, it's kind of like an ollie ollie income free mm-hmm. type thing. But but I think what the word says, the truth of the word is, no, God has certain standards and certain rules. And this is this is how he asks us to live in order to embrace him fully mm-hmm. and in order to receive from him fully. And I, I think people almost today need permission to say, no, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or this that's is good. what I believe. Mm-hmm. And I accept that you believe differently, but this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. That's so good, Marlene. And I'd like to explore that a little bit more with Mike when we come back for our final session. Listening friends here on Love Talk, we have... 
just uh, one one short segment left after we hear from our sponsors sponsors we will be back with the executive director of worldview academy i love this conversation uh today as we talk about christianity culture philosophy and um, epistemology epistemology that's right <laughs> um with mike shit when we return from when we return to love talk right after this Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk here with the Love Ladies. Coach Carrie Brinkader here with Marlene McMichael and our special guest today, Mike Shutt from the Worldview Academy. And we're just so grateful and thankful to have him today. What a great conversation this has been. There is a Christianity and Culture Conference coming to Georgetown October 28th and 29th, the evening of October 28th, 6 to 9 p.m., and then all day on Saturday, 9 to 5. It's located at First Baptist Church in Georgetown. Again, this conference, you will be um, delighted to have just renowned faculty that are so well-versed in their areas of expertise. We've got uh, how can we be sure that we know what we know, epistemology here with uh, Mike, and leadership legacy, the war on the word with Mike Tyland. Also, excellent life, goodness, truth, and beauty with Del Cook and others. Those are just, that's just a sampling of what's going to be going on the weekend of October 28th and 29th at First Baptist Church in Georgetown. The cost for a couple is $40. For a family of three or more, it's $60. If you would like to come by yourself, it's $25. But they have given us a discount code. I'm so excited about this. The discount code is LOVETALK20. And you can get 20% off of your admission ticket until October 15th. I would encourage you to go to the website, worldview.org. And if you click at the top under events, you can find this event. Um, if you just click on the event, it'll immediately take you to the Christianity and Culture Conference there. But it's also worldview.org backslash FBG for First Baptist Georgetown 22, FBG 22. But worldview.org will get you there. And the discount code, again, is LOVETALK20. That's two zero for 20% off your admission. So excited about that. We love having discount codes, Mike. Thank you for that. We really appreciate it. You bet. Um, now, Mike, before we went to break, Marlene was so winsomely discussing how, um, you know, it, our culture it has become very gray. Right. Um, Love all people. Love all things. Your truth. My truth. Oh, your truth can be different than my truth. And we've made truth have a little T instead of a capital T. And at your conferences and at your summer camps, you guys are teaching truth with a capital T. But here's the problem. A lot of times we don't know how to approach people that are different than us. We have a hard time listening <laughs> and asking questions. Can you just right. um, can you just talk a little bit about that, about critical thinking and how important it is to be a good listener as we approach tough topics? Yes, that's a such a great question. I'm glad you asked that because you're right. That leads to that that topic, and sometimes we get so focused on on truth that we we don't think about grace we don't think about uh, how to engage the topics and I, and I I really do think that's one of the strengths of worldview academy for high school students is uh, talking about humility in in what we know and and one of the things that helps us do that is we have a practicum where we take students out witnessing on Wednesday morning of every camp it is a signature part of our summer camps is that uh, for example, last week when we were in New Braunfels at our fall camp, uh, we took the students to the University of Texas Free Speech Square, mm. and they just engaged in conversation with folks. And what the way we the way we talk about this, and the reason it's related to your very good question, is that is that understanding where somebody's coming from, and allowing them to be heard, is sometimes the most important part of the conversation. And we like to skip that a lot. Mm-hmm. And so the way we train our students is the way to engage in conversations about worldview is to ask questions, making sure you understand what the person that you're talking to means by what they're saying. So always asking the question, what, what do you mean by what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, how do, you, how do you know? Where did you get that idea? How do you know it's true? 
is there is there is there some background to that are what are you relying on as your authority questions like that mm-hmm. and then asking so does it make a difference in your life right those three questions will fill up a conversation uh for days and we'll get to the bottom of where where people are coming from it will help them examine their own worldviews and and presuppositions but it also has the added benefit of, of of helping you understand that the person that you're talking to is a human being uh, that has problems, issues, thought processes, joys, and sorrows, just like you do. And so our students are changed by going out and talking to people, not just because they get to practice, you know, sort of good answers and good questions, but also because they realize, you know, this isn't just an academic exercise. This isn't about learning stuff that's in the Bible and being able to take it out and throwing Bibles at people or beating them over the head with it. This is about engaging real human beings in discussions that matter for eternity. And so the humility that comes with, stu- with, with that for students when they go out and they hear somebody reject the truth of Christ or they hear somebody pour out their heart to them on what their difficulties are and why they're angry at God or why they love Jesus, I mean, that stuff changes the lives of our students as they think, wow, this stuff really matters in the world. And it matters to, to me, but it also matters to every single human being that I'm talking to. And so to teach students how to ask questions, and we, and at camp we even have a lecture called Listening, mm-hmm. uh, another lecture called Simple Tools uh, for Brain Surgery by Bill Jack, where he, he teaches these questions and engagement. And then, and then we, we open camp talking about humility. And when I talk about truth, and I'll talk about this at the conference too, we talk about you know, even though there's such a thing as absolute truth, that doesn't mean we know everything absolutely. Mm-hmm. And how do you address moral relativism if you believe there is absolute truth and everybody else believes that it's relative? Mm-hmm. How, do we, how do we engage people in a way that is helpful uh, and not um, combative? It's, it's, a great, it's a great question, and it is something we try to do, um, but it, it's something that we in the church really need to be working on. I, I agree it's such an important question. I love what you've talked about, about the value of every human. And, um, you know, one of the things, I mean, it's taken a while, but uh, one of the things I have learned is that there's always a cause and effect in the experiences in our life. You know, and let's face it, nobody is perfect. Our parents weren't perfect. We're not perfect. And bad things happened, and they have an effect. And sometimes, if not all the time, shape who we become and how we react and if there is a person who has had that sort of experience a bad one and there is no real christian influence they've never known the love of god or maybe even never known love they don't come out perfect (laughs) and so we really have to come and recognize where they're at in order to relate to them and in order to minister to them and i think i think that is so important to emphasize that and for for kids to understand that because they're trying to fit in too Mm -hmm. and um, if they understand that we're all sort of wandering around in this muck um, that uh, there's a higher ground that they can hold on to it's really that's that's exactly right yeah that's yeah that's great so very important. Well, Mike, how can our listening friends contact you? Um, and um, I, I did have another question. How, if I can't come on Friday night, October 28th, to the conference, should I even still sign up to attend on the 29th? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, come on come on Saturday. Uh, we've got six lectures, as you heard just from my conversation. They don't build on one another okay. necessarily. I mean, they're they're related, of course. Um, but, but yeah, any lecture can stand on its own as well, and you'll enjoy the discussion uh, either way. So, sure, come on, come on Saturday. And if folks want more on the schedule or they'd like to contact me or call our office, our 800 number is on the, on the website, and it's worldview.org, worldview.org. Uh, and if you go to worldview.org forward slash events, uh, you'll get right to the conferences and our cultural conversations and, and other things we have uh, online. And as you said, worldview.org slash FBG, First Baptist Georgetown, will get you right to the registration page for this conference. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, you can call our, our 800 number, which is on 
uh, our website. Wonderful. Again, that's the Christianity and Culture Conference put on by Worldview Academy, October 28th and 29th at First Baptist Church in Georgetown. And our discount code is LOVETALK20. Mike, we thank you so much for your time today um, and just pouring out your heart to us and for your diligent years you've put in 20 plus years here with worldview academy teaching our next generation how to love the lord and uh winsomely be able to talk about why they believe what they believe thank you so much for being with us on love talk today mike well thanks a million for having me it's been fun Absolutely. Listening friends, we love you so much. Uh, We're so grateful that you have chosen to spend your time with us on Saturday morning. We pray that you will find a church. You know, it's Saturday. There's lots of churches that meet on Saturday evenings and, of course, on Sunday morning. When you're looking for a church, we pray that you would find one that is bringing the Bible to church and preaching from the Bible each week. Grab that Bible and begin your relationship. There are people out there who want to love you, my friend. They want to show you the love of Jesus. Um, You know, the Bible says that the Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us through Jesus Christ. And he invites you to talk with him personally every single day. In Romans 3.23, it says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And friends, all of us are sinners. But you know what? It also says that God loved us so much that he gave his only son and that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life, John 3.16. If you have questions about that, you can call us on the love line at 512-644-7972. You can always find us on Facebook on Love Talk Radio. We're happy to engage with you there. Listening friends, we love you. Thank you for spending your time with the Love Ladies today. For my beautiful co-host, Marlene McMichael, I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we will see you next time right here on Love Talk.